Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. JT Hello, my friends. JT DeBolts with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern. And you know what that means? It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and live in the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That's flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, at least for a limited time. And you can stay in touch with everything going on, of course, in the high-altitude community by going to flywithjt.com. That is flywithjt.com. And by the way, lots of cool stuff coming down the road, so make sure you get connected with us. Stay connected with all the high-altitude, high-achievers, and uh, be a part of our community. Lots of cool stuff. You know, I want to talk about optimizing performance. We talk about that all the time here. As a leader, we want to constantly be thinking about how we can optimize our performance. And it's a little bit different, in my mind at least, Uh, than, say, peak performance. When I'm talking about high performance, it means having a baseline of excellence. Peak performance seems to sort of allude to the fact that you hit a certain peak and then that drops off. You do that final push, you give that exertion, whatever it takes to, to lift the big rock, and then, of course, you drop the rock. The idea here is that you have the sustainability. And so optimizing performance has been long touted as being sort of a refinement process. Isn't it interesting how in our society we sort of have this desire to become more professional, to become more polished, more acceptable to the mainstream notions of, quote, success. But is that really what it means to be a high performer? Does it mean to conform? Does it mean to be what people want you to be? What if there was a different way of looking at this? Instead of submitting to convention, instead of forgetting, even burying a very basic primal part of who we are, a part that might be very important, I personally believe that it could be part of our undoing as a society. We have to have leaders that have the capacity to be savage. (laughs) That's what I want to recommend to you today is to become savage. Now, I have to give a hat tip to the great Ryan Holiday. If you've read any of his books Uh, Ego is the Enemy, Uh, The Obstacle is the Way. There are so many great books that he's written, and I have to tell you that I'm a big fan of of reading his work. Not a fan from a place of, you know, sort of, you know, rubbernecking or or, uh, submitting to him being the all-be-all, end-all, but just being a true student of his message and appreciating where he's coming from. He had a great article on his blog called uh, Savages. In fact, I will link that up on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash flywithjt. If you want to go check that out after this podcast is over, I'll I'll, uh, link that up because I thought it was really key that it would he was talking about. This isn't about being violent. It's not about bullying. It's not about being some rabid animal that's just cut loose and, you know, has no direction. What we're talking about 
is uncaging that part of ourselves and taking the governor off our potential. Instead of trying to be all things to all people, instead of trying to spread ourselves too thin by polishing ourselves and thinking and, 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 and trying to be too, I guess, refined, the idea here is to allow ourselves those times to just let it rip. To speak, but also to, to, to perform at that level where we're, we're bringing out our basic primal instincts. As I was reading through his article, Ryan uh, talks about a few things, and I want to kind of encapsulate, encapsulate some of those and put my own spin on them and kind of give you what I'm thinking about what's been on my mind as a leader, especially as we start to see kind of a crazy, chaotic world and realize that this can apply to just about any f- aspect of your life, whether it's your fitness and health, if you're building a business, if you're uh, you know, uh, going out there and building a great career for yourself, even if you just want to have a great impact in the relationships you have, There is a value in being savage at times. That's interesting because if you think about the great quote by Mark Twain, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. You can start to begin to to, to understand that it's not about being the best in the game. I've talked to people and they say, yeah, one of these days when I become the best, you know, or that's my goal is to become number one. And I appreciate that focus, but the question is, What about right now? How can you be savage? You don't have to be number one to be considered the best. You just have to be the hardest to beat. You got to be that person. To me, I see this savagery in great competitors. This is why I love competition, by the way. I'm not sure where the concept of competition became a nasty thing, an ugly thing, a bad thing. But in society, I think we've started to kind of water that down and dilute it and say, oh, we don't want competition, we want collaboration. But guess what? You can't have collaboration without comp- competition. If you want to collaborate against your competitors, you have to be seen as somebody who can actually take them over. You have to see them as somebody who can take you over and say to yourself, why would we want to do that? Let's collaborate. But you have to get to a level of excellence. You have to push yourself and compete against what they have set as the bar. I'll talk a little bit more about competition here in just a moment. What I really want to talk about on this point, though, is that being the one that's hardest to beat, the person that gets knocked down and keeps getting back up, the person that just seems like they keep coming back again and again. You see this in superhero movies where the villain just seems to be unbeatable. Or you see it in the horror movies where the slasher, you know, no matter how many times he gets shot, cut, run over, whatever, (laughs) he keeps coming back. And that's a metaphor for how we have to be in our own lives. How many times have you gotten knocked down and then gotten back up? It's an easy notion to subscribe to, raise your hand and say, oh yeah, that's me. But in the moment, it's difficult, isn't it? It can be painful to get rejected. It can be painful to be told no. It can be painful if the thing doesn't work out. If we experience the collapse, the tragedy, the disappointment. It's what happens in those moments, though, that define whether or not we are savage and the, and, and, and the degree to which we can be savage. That desire to just fight back and say, I'm not down, I'm not out, I'm getting back up off the mat. That power, that, that, that energy that comes from within, we call it the fire in the belly, that, that's savage. That's what we're talking about. It's directed at something that says, I'm here to win. I'm here to be the best me I can be, the most excellent example of my profession, of my role, of who I am as a human being. And yes, this can be part of your identity. You can identify part of yourself as being this way. But again, it's not this 24-7 type of thing. 
we have to find that on a routine basis. We have to trust uh, that, that we have it within ourselves and push ourselves to find it each and every single day. Give ourselves that opportunity to play in that arena of savagery. So important, so powerful. Another aspect of this is to be undefatigable, meaning we're not worried about our competition. We're going to outwork and outperform ourselves, that there's nothing that can fatigue us, nothing, nothing that can put us down. You can't wear us down. We keep getting up stronger and stronger each time. Because if we take on the attitude and the spirit that we refuse to allow the opposition or the resistance to keep us down, it's difficult to beat somebody like that. If we become stronger through adversity, all of a sudden it becomes almost demoralizing to anybody who would want to take us down. And it's not so much about us against them. Again, this is about that struggle that we sometimes have within ourselves. Those limiting beliefs, those thoughts, those things that say, you know what, I'll put off the diet or the exercise for a better time. It's in those moments that we have to push back. It's in those moments that we have to be savage. In those moments where you feel like quitting. In those moments where that huge crushing blow comes. That's when we have to be savage. We have to be savage to that. Not necessarily to each other or to other people. It's about being that person that will push back and outwork, outperform ourselves. That's the power behind it. That's what truly raises the bar. That's where better performance comes. It's not from trying to outdo somebody else. It's not from looking at somebody else and what they have and say, I want their stuff and try to take it from them. That's not really the definition of a champion. The definition of a champion is the person who looks in the mirror and says, you did great today, and I'm going to take you to that next level. We're going to raise the bar tomorrow because what today we perform today is unacceptable for tomorrow. And what we do tomorrow will be unacceptable for the day after and so on. And continue to push ourselves to find the best version of ourselves. Now it requires another aspect of this, something that the author Nasir Talib calls anti-fragile. In his book Anti-Fragile, what he's talking about is this, it's almost like being the hydra. Right? So if you think about this, if you're fragile, emotionally fragile, mentally fragile, physically fragile, something can act upon you to create pain to take you out of the game. The other side of that, of course, the, the, the opposite of that would be being resilient. But see, being resilient is a little bit like being a, a phoenix that rises from the flame. You keep going through that cycle but never actually getting any better. It, just kind of stays the same, goes to the same level of performance. Whereas a hydra, you cut the head off a hydra, it grows 10 more heads. It becomes even bigger and stronger, more difficult to, to defeat. And that's exactly, as Tlaib ta writes about in his book, Anti-Fragile, what we're talking about with being savage. It's that almost like you, it's not that you seek out the, the challenge, it's not that you seek out the fight, but when the fight comes to you, you don't back down and you become stronger as a result of it. question I have for you is, if you're up against a tough time right now, if you're up against a challenge, is it something that's disheartening to you? Is it something that, that makes you sad? Is it something that makes you frustrated or worried or anxious? Or is it something that steals your resolve, gives you that sense of power within and says, this is it, the fire in my belly has been stoked, and this challenge is only making me stronger. If it weren't for this challenge, I wouldn't be where I am today. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm becoming more, more of who I truly am at my core. That is savage. 
the idea that there is no resistance, there is no opposition stronger than you, and that every time some resistance or, or opposition confronts you, it only makes you better at what you do, that, that's playing the game like a savage. But it also requires being clear on our mission, being clear on our purpose, and being willing to suffer and endure no matter what. No matter what the process throws at us, we're going to endure that in order to accomplish the mission. You see this in the Navy SEALs. You see this in, in, in athletes. You see it in a lot of people. Sometimes you see it in people, everyday people, who go through a tough time. Sometimes it's a, it's a financial collapse. Sometimes their relationships and their family fall apart. Sometimes it's a, it's a huge health concern, a huge health trauma that comes about their lives. And yet, instead of being a victim... They rise up. They dust themselves off. They get off the mat and they start swinging again. They refuse to be beaten. But it takes knowing exactly what you're here to do, to be on point and to be on purpose and to be so committed and so loyal to that purpose that there's absolutely nothing that will slow you down. That you realize that you may have been confronted in the past. You may have stumbled. You may have tripped. You may have the scars and the bruises to show for it. And yet, Instead of seeing those as ugly and hiding them, you show them proudly and say, there's more of that where this come, more of this where that came from. The ability to stand in your power, not from a place of juvenile anger or aggression or chest-pounding bravado, but a place of true belief in yourself. To tap into the great well of excellence that's inside each and every single one of us and to be able to say, hey, I don't really care what the opposition comes from. I don't care what direction it comes from. I will stand here and grow stronger from it and I will stay committed to my mission and to my purpose. And to be willing to suffer through anything that it brings to you, that is savage. We need more of that in the world. But you know what? It's more than all of this. It's more than just this aggression. It's more than just all of this, you know, almost machismo that may sound like what I'm talking about here. There's a part where we have to actually find joy, pleasure, even maybe some peace in all of this. That's that evolution, the refinement that maybe everybody wants us to have, that perhaps is a society we've been seeking. It's not just about being softer. It's not about being more refined. It's not about being more anything. What it means is saying, you know what, even when, it, when the going gets tough, even when the game's on the line, even when it's the darkest hour, I'm going to find some joy in that. I'm going to find some fulfillment and some peace in the fact that I was called upon to take on this challenge. And instead of backing down to it, I rose to that challenge. That comes from a place, you, gotta, you have got to come from a place of gratitude. We talked about gratitude last week, but I'm talking about it right now again. There's that part where you have to have that gratitude for yourself, that gratitude for the decision that you made to not back down, the decision to say yes to the journey, the decision to say bring it on to the resistance, but not again. We're not talking about coming from a place of you know, sort of juvenile fruit, futility. What we're talking about is coming from a place of, of, of believing in yourself so much and saying that this mission is worth stepping into. So you can bring anything you want to me. You can cut my head off. I'll grow 10 back just like the Hydra. I will step up and be stronger as a direct result of this challenge, and I will not be stopped. When we talk about being savage, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to having that belief in ourselves, but also that energy, that spirit. It's the spirit deep down inside that says the resistance is the way. The obstacle is the way, as the great Ryan Holiday writes.
And more importantly, most importantly, is to know that this comes from a place deep within us. It's primal. It's programmed into our DNA. So instead of stifling it, instead of burying it, let's bring it to the surface. Let it breathe oxygen. Fuel it. Feed it. Let it run wild. And let it be a part of who you are to help you accomplish your missions today and every single day. My friend... This show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again soon. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success while it's still available. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.